You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon, a podcast about two regular guys trying to do something they've never done before. This is episode 17 for the week ending Sunday, January 24th, nine weeks to the race. Welcome, everybody, to this, the 17th episode of Two Gomers Run a Marathon. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from the Tampa Bay area of Florida with my friend Steven all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Happy birthday, man. <laughs> Thanks, bro. So this is coming out a week later, but we actually now we're actually recording on your birthday. And there's nothing I'd rather do on my birthday. Right. <laughs> then sit really close to my computer screen <laughs> and just talk into a blanket, which is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Happy birthday, me. Hey, did you notice that I was ready on time today? Yeah, that's the best birthday present ever. <laughs> hey, um, I just wanted to mention, I know we've been doing a lot of Star Trek talk uh-huh. the past three or four weeks, but um, I, I rented, well, red boxed. Star Trek, yep. um, you know, the one that we made the entire podcast about. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, And it was the second time I'd seen it. Like, it was my second viewing of it, you know? Yeah. Um, Unlike you, I think you went to see it like eight times in the theater, right? Right, yeah. IMAX and then uh, many other showings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just want to let you know, I liked it way better the second time. Good. So I, I know I was kind of a hater on it a little bit in our podcast. Uh. If if the listener has not listened to that, um, they probably shouldn't if they don't like Star Trek. <laughs> right. But um, if you haven't listened to any of our first season and you are a Star Trek fan, that might be interesting to you. Um, our, like, over an hour long review of <laughs> Star Trek last summer. Right. So, you really liked it, though? I did. I, um, I don't know. I think it's an expectation thing, right, when you're going in for the first time. Yeah. Um. If you remember, my review was I just didn't know how to feel uh-huh. about what I thought about it. And so I was a little confused. And then I have very geeky problems with the time space time continuum thing still. Right. Yeah. Um, But I did just kind of sit back and enjoy it a lot more. And I, I, I think that's that's how it goes a lot with me. I usually like movies better the second time. No doubt. We'll see if that happens with Avatar, but I doubt it. So you really didn't like Avatar? Uh <laughs> um same thing dude I, I i my review of it when i came out was like oh that was a movie i just saw <laughs> right dude so, i really liked avatar I, I haven't bought into all the well okay so here's the thing all right very briefly i didn't yeah. plan on talking about this but i saw it in 2d boring so exactly so here's my point everybody that i've talked to in 2d is like that's why you yeah. should have seen it in 3d it's really cool. So that makes me think, well, doesn't that say something about the actual movie then? Yeah. If you only like it in 3D, um, then maybe there's something to that. Just a thought. Well, part of it is just the spectacle of the whole thing. Dude. Right, exactly. And so that's a huge layer on it. Exactly. Like the experience. So I, I get that. Um, I, I actually regret not seeing it in 3D. I probably should have. But... Um, if I didn't like the movie that much in 2D, I'm not sure I could sit through it again. We'll see. Yeah. Well, dude, a lot of my friends, like composer slash music friends that, uh-huh. you know, when we talk about movie scores. Right. They say the same thing where they're like, well, take the score out of the movie. Is uh-huh. it as cool? Right. And you're like, well, it doesn't make as much sense. And they're like, <laughs> that's why it's dumb music. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. Well, and you know this about me. I'm, I'm probably way more critical than you are. When it comes to these things. I don't know. Do you think I am? Yeah. Well, dude, your brother even more. But like, we'll walk out of a movie and I'm like, that was super fun. I really enjoyed that last two hours. And you guys are like, stupid. <laughs> well, and I'm like, shut up. I just enjoyed it. Shut up. So so when I came on, I was thinking like, I can't believe they had six legged horses. That was so dumb. <laughs> Evolutionarily speaking, that would never happen. Dude, but I, I gotta say, I loved, absolutely loved that part. 
you know, because we're this is a running podcast. Right. I loved that part when he got, you know, into his avatar. Yep. And he started running and he was like so pumped because he couldn't walk. Yeah. In real life. I like I almost teared up at that part. Well, maybe I should see more movies with you. Yeah. Because I come out like floating mountains. Come on. I know. I can see that look on Alex's face that's like, eh, like that. Or, dude, even worse, I start, like, breaking apart the message of, like, this hero white man going into a tribal native community and saving everybody and getting really annoyed with that. And I should just be like, ooh, blue people. Yeah. No, actually, (laughs) dude, I I really thought about you guys, specifically Jessica, actually, Mm -hmm. you know, like, about the, like, that whole message Right. Uh, I thought you guys might actually take a lot of different meaning out of that. Yeah. So I should probably just relax. But the good the good thing is, dude, I liked Star Trek better the second time. That was my original good. point. Okay, good. And I bet you'll like Avatar better the second time, too. You should go see it in 3D. I just don't know if I can sit. It's so long. Yeah, I don't plus know that'd if I be like 15 bucks. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> eh, forget it. So it's a, an experience that you'll never have. Yep. But who cares? Just like I'll never be 31 again. Uh, Anyways, this is episode 17. There's going to be some cool stuff we have to talk about our week in review. We both ran 14 miles with uh, different experiences, I think. So this will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about our thoughts on running for a cause in our runner's corner today, which should be cool. Two new songs to run to. Uh, listener feedback about cold weather and leftovers. Yeah. Um, so stick around for that. Your leftover comment might be read on the air. <laughs> and then a new Monday survey. And, of course, a ton of fun stuff along the way. Uh, but first, our songs to run to teasers. All right. I liked it last week when I did your song to run to teaser first. Um, it actually made me feel pretty good. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to do that again. Thanks, dude. Okay. Here's your song to run to teaser. Oh. Oh, gosh. And here's my song to run to teaser. Ugh. <laughs> Rachel Ray, do some Rachel Ray there. Ugh. Good teaser. I can't wait to hear the whole thing. I'm Rachel Ray. <laughs> hey, how's it going over there on the weekend review? I heard you ran 14 miles this week. You're right, we did, Jingle Guy. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we both ran 14, the longest we've ever run. Yeah. Yep, I did that one. That full 14 last year. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, anyways, it's still long. Um, so how did yours go, dude? <laughs> I didn't mean to say that it wasn't long. <laughs> I did one last year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, dude. And it wasn't a full 14, it was an actual 14. <laughs> I know. You said full and you didn't need to. <laughs> I know, I, I just, I love throwing the full on everything now. <laughs> don't overdo it i know i won't um but you know i probably will okay so here's my problem dude yeah i like have never run more than like three times a week okay uh and sometimes only two times and this is really stupid through gomer confession yeah i mean like i've definitely stuck to a lot of threes mm-hmm. but i mean maybe maybe that's not even right we could literally just put the tweets on a calendar and look once again the tweets don't lie but uh dude i still always feel better if i do the long run at the end because then it still feels like i did like what i was supposed to do that week okay right like yeah you know it's like finishing the paper at the last minute yeah like you you got it done but you probably should have done a lot more work for it right so i ran three plus miles with aaron right on sometime this week i can't even remember when okay uh and good romance run fun times Mm -hmm. all that good stuff the only problem with it was dude we've talked about this many times but uh aaron is definitely faster than me yeah like i think she could definitely stick to 10 minute mile pace if not faster okay and you know i'm more of an 11 kind of (laughs) dude 11 z's yeah (laughs) And I am two years older than her, so, you know, oh. even when we're 70, yeah, she'll still be younger than me. <laughs> That's true. Uh, although, maybe maybe not at heart. She was like, she was like an adult in eighth grade, and <laughs> I'm still like an eighth grader. So <laughs> You've got some catching up to do there. Right, I'm young at heart. <laughs> uh, 
I wasn't sure if I wanted to share this, but like, dude, there have been a couple times where I've been the tiniest bit frustrated. Okay. Because I'm like, Aaron, can you please slow down? Yeah. And we rarely have conflict like that where like I get a little bit mad or something. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, working really hard and I'm breathing super fast and kind of freaking out a little bit. And I'm like, please slow down. Right. Slow down. Yeah. And that's totally out of character for me and for us. So I don't know. Interesting. What so to say so about do you that. do you not like romance runs? No, dude, I totally do. It's like it's all about me and feeling like I'm doing sucky. Okay. It's nothing about like I'm mad that she's doing awesome. Okay. But it's like, why aren't I in better shape? Yeah. Like, why can't I stick to tens? Because uh, you know stuff like that. So it it's being like you're mad at yourself. <laughs> Definitely. You know? Not mad at the girls. So, uh, so that's that's that thing. I just thought I would share that because maybe people can relate to that. I mean, dude, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's sweet, except that our bodies hurt and everything else sucks. Right. But as far as romanticalness, and doing something together that's physical. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> physical in nature. We were gonna try that racquetball thing out, but uh, <laughs> don't have rackets or balls. <laughs> So, anyways, dude, we went for our 14 miler. Uh huh. And on Monday, totally on Monday, yeah. Okay. So yesterday, mm-hmm. and dude, okay, so it's it was yesterday. I seriously feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck, dude. <laughs> yeah, waking like, up today. Yeah, I have a really bad running hangover. Okay. Like, and where where do you experience that? Um, quads. Uh huh. Um. Shins a little bit. Right. Calves. Hips. Buttock. Oh, yeah. Hips. Totally. Yeah. Um. So, dude, that, like, really sucks. So, I have got to stretch better. Okay. Like, I get back from the thing, and I'm like, man, that was sweet. Uh, I guess I'll do a couple stretches and then take a shower. So, dude, I haven't even been doing the ice bath thing. Oh. That's too bad. At all. I know. That's the only thing that's keeping me alive, I think. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I think that's part of my problem that I'm only getting the two to three runs a week is because after all these long runs, I've been recovering for like three days. Yeah. Yeah. Just hurting so bad. Mm-hmm. So I probably got to stretch and grab like that way better. Huh, I'm so lazy about that. Um, but anyways, 14 miles mm-hmm. went pretty well. Yeah. Most of the time we kept to like about an 11 minute pace, I think. Okay. And uh, Aaron listened to her music. I listened to my music. Never got mad once. Um, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> then you got home and played Super Mario Wii and got real mad. <laughs> yeah, right. We tested out our relationship on the road. <laughs> then we tried it on the Wii and it didn't go quite as well. No. I think we watched 24, the new season. Okay, right. In New York, right? Sweet. Yeah, totally. Although I do get kind of sick of 24, dude. Mm-hmm. I love it. Don't worry. But like you're like, really? You you have to be mad about the same thing every day or every hour. You know? Right. Like I, I, I think yeah, you know what I mean. So the 14 went good, finished it, super proud that we finished it. Um, I kind of whinged a bit on Twitter and a couple of people called me on it. So I'm really sorry. I'm gonna try not to do that anymore. What did you say? I, I said something like, I can't imagine running 14 miles today, dude. Yeah, yeah. And a couple people were like just do it, you idiot. <laughs> That's kind of a so, standard Anthony tweet, though, right? I know. It is. So, actually, it'll probably happen again. Be- Dude, I promise when I'm writing that, I am telling the truth. Yeah. Like, I am not looking for people to be like, oh, you poor guy. <laughs> like, I want to remember it in a way. That's that's how you start a run. You, t- <laughs> you tweet that you don't want to do it, and then you do it. I, yeah, I pretty much hate it <laughs> until mile 13. Yeah. And then... And then it's like, it's done. And then I loved it. Right. You know? Yep. One final note, dude. I totally biffed it super bad. Oh, I did see that on Twitter. You fell down. Yeah. I hit a crack on the sidewalk (laughs) and just flew right into some seriously muddy grass, like face first, (laughs) my whole body. And I was like rocking out to some music (laughs) and like went from super happy to all muddy. But it was hilarious. Nice. And Aaron was with you at that point or not? Yeah, yeah. So she ran 11.75 of the miles with me. So she met me at like mile two and a half or whatever it okay, was. Okay, yeah. 
And she was really, really concerned because on her iPod, dude, was our episode uh, where you had like hurt your knee. Oh, right. Yeah. Because she was listening to our podcast. Okay. And uh, and it's always funny whenever she laughs. I'm like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know exactly what I mean. What, what, what part is it? Right. <laughs> but anyway, so she was like really concerned for about five seconds. And then we just laughed like really hard. It was I, I totally bit it. <laughs> so there's my 14 miler. Good job, dude. So we wanted to start with that crazy weird stuff because I know we're going to transition into uh, some good stuff. So let's hear about yours, dude. Well, um, OK, so it wasn't as good, even with your biffing. Um, mine was <laughs> way worse than that. So you ran like 11 Z's, right? Yeah. Um, I My pace was over 13 minutes a mile. Um, so it took me three hours and 10 minutes to run 14 miles. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Is part of that like 13 minutes though? Is that there's some stopping? No. There's some like. No, dude. So I determined that I was not going to stop. Right. So it okay. was, uh, I, I tweeted this, but um, I really think that it was like the top three to finish that run was like the top three hardest things I've ever done. In my life, no exaggeration. Okay. Um, be, the whole time from the start, I wanted to quit, so it was emotionally and physically really hard for me to do. Um, yeah. I, I did it on Saturday morning. Um, got up really early, and and started doing well. Not early as I wanted to. I think I left at quarter to eight or something. Um, okay. had had a really emotionally exhausting week. Uh, our students are back, and so trying to deal with a lot of stuff. That comes with that physically exhausted also because I hadn't slept the night very well before. Um, yeah. And so I was like, is this a good idea? Because the other thing that kept going through my head was I just ran a half marathon less than a week ago. Yeah. Because I had run it on Sunday. Um, and so I was like, is this even a good idea? And so I wasn't like pumped about it like I was the week before. Remember how we were like psyching ourselves up the whole week? Yep. Before uh-huh. the full half marathon. It was not like yep. that at all. It was like, oh, no. Here I go. Right. <laughs> so, and also my knee started hurting again. Yeah. Um. So I literally, I, I act, it wasn't like I almost quit. I did quit twice. Like I had made up in my mind at around mile eight and then around mile 11 again. That's it. I got to stop. I'm, I'm done. Okay. And I had to physically force myself to keep going. And so if I had stopped, if I had even started walking, I think I would have stopped for sure. And so when it was really tough, I would just go super slow, like total truffle shuffle to the max. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously way slower than I could have walked it. So it didn't even really make any sense besides it was a mind thing where I was like, if I walk, I'm done. Okay. Um, so there was this one time where I, it was the, it was the 11 mile quitting session where I had the option of going, like taking a shortcut and just going home. And I just, I felt like I had to physically force myself to keep going straight. Yeah. Like I was punching myself in the chest, (laughs) which probably looked so weird to people. Right. Like that. And were you like really mad? Yes, furious. Yeah. Um. And all this stuff starts going through your head. Like, I could, I, I just wasted three hours. I could have been with my family. Is one of the things that went through my head. Wow. Um, oh yeah. And then, like, why? Why is somebody like me? Why? Why? Do, why do I think that somebody like me can even do this? Uh huh. Because I'm not running fast. I'm I'm so slow right now, and this is actually embarrassing. And then I was thinking, when I get back, I'm going to have to tweet this, and it's going to be embarrassing right. for me to look at, and the people that are watching are going to be like, it took you how long? <laughs> and right. then I'm thinking, yeah. of course, to the future, like, if I run this pace at the marathon, um, which is likely, right, because there's 12 more miles in this. And yeah, so if it's this uh-huh. difficult at 14, I'm likely going to run this pace or slower. It's going to take me over six hours to finish. And that's like right. lame, according to that New York Times article. 
<laughs> right, the plotters. What took you so long? I embody right. that sign. Uh-huh. So it's like a lot of stuff was going through my mind and just mad at myself. Um, Mad at the world. I don't know. Yeah. Mad at the elevation, all that stuff. Um, So I finished it. But like you're saying, like you get it to mile, like the last mile and, and you're feeling good and you're done and you feel good about it. I didn't feel mm-hmm. good about it afterwards. Like you hated it. I hated it. And I was like, what do I do with this feeling? Right. And I, I podcast about it. <laughs> so the <laughs> only, the only positive thing was, well, it's a good story for the podcast. <laughs> right. That keeps oh, me man. going. Yeah. Dude, okay, I'm going to have one of those soon, bro. No, well, see, I don't wish it on you, right? Like, when you said you did a great 14-miler, I was so happy. Yeah. Because, I mean, that is a great thing about this. Again, where where I think this is a good partnership that we have, which is when you have a good one and I have a bad one, it's not like I'm like, <clears throat> I wish he had had a worse one than me. It's not, it, I right. never feel that way. It's always like, yeah. oh, good, at least Anthony had a good week. Um. So that's great. I hope it keeps going like that for you. And I hope it gets better for me. But I am really realizing why our training is set up the way it is. Yeah. Which is that you don't run super long runs two weeks in a row. Right. And usually we wouldn't. It's just that we missed it that last time. And so we did 13 and then 14. I mean, I, I did the tweet calculations because the tweets don't lie. Uh-huh. I've done 39 miles in the past two weeks. Wow. And... My body's not used to that. No, duh, dude. <laughs> I mean, a, a year and a half ago, I was doing zero miles every two weeks. Yeah, that is that really is a lot. Yeah. Dude, that's see, if you look at it that way, that's probably, I don't know, 30% more than I did. Well, because you only, do t- you only did two a week? Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, that makes so, me feel a little better. <laughs> definitely, dude. Dude, I wrote that on my tweet reply to you, man. I was like, dude, okay, this is, see, I'm feeling bad, okay? You don't have to feel bad. No, but here's the thing. I literally have the perfect setup, dude. Yeah. Like, I know you're thinking that in your head. Like, (laughs) I have no elevation. Right. I'm at sea level. It's perfectly flat, and the weather is, like, in the high 50s. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I feel horrible about that because... (laughs) Like, see, that see that makes me, like, if if and when I don't do it. Right. I'm like, why don't I do it? Steven is, and it's, like, way worse. Well, so I don't want you to feel horrible about it, right? But Well, but probably most of our listeners can relate to you more because, like, I have this great setup and most people are up stuck in the snow. <laughs> That's true. Though <laughs> so I really shouldn't whinge ever. <laughs> well, I, I think, I, I do want it to be a motivation for you, but I don't want you to feel horrible about it. So I want that yeah. balance to be there. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I don't mind if it's a motivation for you, but I don't want you to feel guilty about if you have a good run and I don't. Yeah. No, I don't feel guilty about that. I just, you know, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago where you're like, if only Anthony knew how hard it was. <laughs> only on my lowest points do I think that, dude. <laughs> Normally I'm totally fine with it, but it's yeah. just been a couple really hard runs the past three weeks. And that's when I'm in the flesh the most <laughs> right and, and everything that i can get attacked with emotionally happens to me right like i'm saying so, like what it does to my family what it does to like anthony uh, he doesn't have to run the snow and i had to climb 500 feet on this run uh. <laughs> right <laughs> it's slippery um <laughs> so how are you gonna do with the uh three feet of snow you're supposed to get this yeah week? so that's the thing it's lucky that this week is not a super long run because yeah. we have these three storms that are equaling like three to five feet of snow. So yeah. the good news is I get to use my yak tracks. <laughs> that is good news. That's the only good news. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, you're going to follow through with this crap. It's going to be amazing. And you are going to kill me when we actually run together. Well, I- I'm not planning on killing you because we're, <laughs> we're I mean, the... The commitment always has been we run together, and seriously, I do not care. Yeah. Um. All I want to do is finish. That's going to be a huge accomplishment. 
Um, yeah. But uh, it would be nice for it to be a little easier for me once I get yeah. to Atlanta. For sure. You'll make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually a little bit scared of that. Because remember you said that you felt like Superman when you were not at altitude? Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to be over there like trying to keep 11s and 10s going. And you're like, come on, you idiot. No, that is absolutely not going to happen. You're going to feel like you're on the moon, like bouncing around. (laughs) And I'm going to be stuck on Earth gravity. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another thing I thought of is like, that's what people say. Like, well, you know, lots of people train in Flagstaff and that's a great place to be. But then I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, but they train here and then they leave. I live here. Right. (laughs) So if yeah. I want to keep running for the rest of my life, this is where I run. <laughs> right. And it sucks. And that I, I thought of that, too, on my 14-miler. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, this is a lighter week. So For sure. With and the I'm, long run being eight miles. Uh, so I think this will be a recovery week. Yep. And uh, let's, let's come back strong. For sure. Hey, dude, I had one more quick note. Uh-huh. Just to end this on a positive note, but this might not help. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. When I finished the 14, dude, uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we have 12 left to do. Right. But I was like, you know what? That's less than I already did. That's, That's true. That's less than we already did. I was like, you know what? We have less than a half marathon to go. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the 12, for the first time ever, sounded kind of small-er. Yeah. So, I don't know. No, you're right. That does make me feel better, actually. That came up in my head. There was like, you know what? We have less to go than we've already done. Uh Uh-huh. And that's the first time that's ever happened, so. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Okay. Hopefully that helps. (laughs) And congratulations to our buddy Mark, who ran the Phoenix Marathon. Just Gomer 4, we love you, bro. We are so stinking proud of you. Proud and amazed. Good job, dude. Here we are in the runner's corner. Haven't been in here in quite a while. Yeah. But uh, we just wanted to talk for a little bit about running for a cause. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you and I have been talking about off the podcast for a long time. And we've mentioned it on the podcast. But, uh, you know, the, the devastation in Haiti got us thinking, like, because we really wanted to, to get to get on this you know obviously before the marathons that we can run for a cause right but now it's time to act because we're at the nine week mark Mm -hmm. uh, which i think is a perfectly good time to start yeah for sure um so we've been thinking about this more more a lot lately and Mm -hmm. uh you want to talk about what we're gonna do yeah so i think we've kind of been like like you like like you were saying this has always been a plan for us to do on the marathon Mm -hmm. especially and i feel like if we didn't do it, it would be a real waste. Yeah. Because we have, especially now that we have an audience. Right. Um, I've always, again, I'll say this, we, we never wanted to get rich off of this podcast. No. But I would like to use whatever influence we have for good, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. So we've been thinking back and forth about, you know, individually and then talking about it, like what causes we wanted to run for. Um. And then this Haiti thing came up. And because we have sort of a personal connection with it, with my brother-in-law, Ryan, and his church, where we have a lot of friends in that church, my sister and our uh, former youth pastor, Steve, is the current pastor of that church. Um, 
it was like, we can't not include this in our running for a cause. For sure. So for sure, we're going to be uh, raising money for them to rebuild the orphanage. And it's kind of, it's a really sad story. I mean, they were there building and fixing this orphanage. They left the day before the earthquake and the earthquake just demolished it. Yeah. Um, luckily, none of the kids were hurt. Uh, none of the staff was hurt. That's pretty miraculous. Mm-hmm. But all their work and about $25,000 worth of repairs and rebuilding need to be done. So uh, that is for sure going to be part of our run for a cause, right? Yeah. So they need to raise, like you said, $25,000 to rebuild the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think this is this is a cool thing because, uh, you know, I think one of the things that we as Americans can do uh-huh. from our, you know, comfortable place right. is seriously give money. Mm-hmm. Like we can go and help and go and serve. And also we all have money. Like even when we think we're poor, dude, yeah. we are loaded. Oh yeah. Totally. Like we're both sitting in front of MacBook pros right now. Yeah. You know, we are so blessed for sure. So, so they need to raise $25,000 and so far in just like a week, they've already raised, I believe about 10,000 of that. Right. So, I mean, I think the Gomer Nation could definitely uh, could definitely boost that for sure. And that's why we announced it last week, because we don't yeah. want people to have to think, well, I have to wait two months right. until they run a marathon to, uh-huh. to help. And so, yeah, just so people know, that link is on our website and our Facebook group, and it will remain there for you to give to um, uh, that, that cause. It's the, the group is called The Journey Community, um, and so you can go to that website and donate there. But we're going to include that on our kind of per mile donations that we're going to be taking for the marathon for our mm-hmm. running for a cause. Yeah. Um, but we did have a couple other things that we were thinking about before this came up um, because other causes haven't necessarily gone away. Right. Right. When some of these happens. And so right. we were talking the other day that there's no reason why we can't give and raise money for more than one thing. Right. So one of the ones that that we had been talking about before this, mm-hmm. uh, we have two in specific. One of them uh, is is childhood obesity, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really weird. Actually, Aaron was looking at the Atlanta Marathon. Mm-hmm. You know that we're going to do the ING, right? And the cause that that marathon is uh, raising money for actually is childhood obesity. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, so that's like a totally random, like yep. that that worked like that. So there, there. If we can raise like a certain amount of money, um, we can give it directly to that. I believe. Yeah, for sure. I think and we get cool they, orange laces. Right. So they have some things in place that we can give to already, just right through the marathon that we're running. So that's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we get. I think we'd get a nice tech shirt too if we raise enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think you get a tech shirt if you raise three hundred bucks, and if you right. raise five hundred bucks, you get something like maybe a hoodie i don't know what you get yeah but who cares about what you get it's it's a good cause <laughs> i sort of care <laughs> <laughs> you get that little thing whatever so i like that because because we'd be giving to haiti which is kind of this immediate thing that's on a lot of people's minds right that we have a personal yeah. connection with through ryan yeah. um then we have kind of this broader thing that's national this childhood obesity that um yep. is kind of well i mean it's not kind of it is kind of a united states specific issue right well, they're you know england yeah that's Europe. true <laughs> so <laughs> but i'm assuming that the childhood obesity thing is a national cause right yeah, a u.s cause no, for sure yeah you're right but there is one other cause that's really close to my heart that i've been wanting to also raise money for and always raise money for whenever i get a chance and that's kind of uh raising money and awareness for the sex slavery epidemic in east asia which not a lot mm-hmm. of people know about and so i like raising awareness about it. And basically, basically there's um, 2 million uh, women and children that are in slavery right now um, and are being raped every day for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's an organization called International Justice Mission that not only kind of throws money at the situation, but they're made up of a group of lawyers that goes in and frees women, um, rehabilitates women, and reinserts them into society in a healthy way. And I just love the organization, and so uh, we're going to be raising money for that also. And that's one of those things where if we raise $1,000, that literally frees one woman, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's totally 
it's totally measurable. Yeah, which you know? I love. Um, yeah. We're, we're actually solving a problem. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of people say, you know, I just even use the phrase, like, you can't just throw money at a problem, right? right? But um, that's often used as a crutch to do nothing. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just kind of tired of that. So if I can help with influence, especially now that we have an audience, like I said, right. and uh, do good for some of these issues, uh, I think we go for it. Totally. And uh, so we're going to try to raise money for those three causes. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm we're, we're still not quite sure how to do this, but we definitely want to do a, a per mile right. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, dude, I think that'll just make our running so much more significant. Exactly. You know, like, you know, last season we wanted to run for our health and for our bodies and for our families, and we're still doing all that. Mm-hmm. But if, if each step, you know, is raising a penny, well, yeah. actually, that'd be a lot of money. But... <laughs> For real. Oh, yeah. How much better would you feel at mile 14, even though you're wiped out Mm -hmm. that you're that you're running for a cause? Exactly. I agree completely. So I just I just feel really good about this. I feel like uh, it's probably something that we should have done last year, but that's in the past. I think I think this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, Not only for us and for the listener, but in a much broader sense of doing good in the world. So I'm really pumped about it. Cool, man. Maybe people will be even generous enough to uh, donate per mile of our training. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if there's that miser out there that, <laughs> that wants to give money somewhere. I mean, you, you know, we've been raising money in different ways for the podcast, right? For, you know, actually getting it done and the mechanics of equipment that we bought and travel and things like that. This yeah. is different than that, right? Right, right. Yeah. This is uh, once we get the thing worked out on how to donate for this all of your money is going to go to th- these three causes. Yeah. Um, none of it goes to us for us to buy more stuff at Chipotle or Culver's. It, it, that doesn't that doesn't even come into it. And we'll do another one of those in February. You'll have another opportunity to give. That's different. This is running for a cause. Cool, man. All right, dude. Well, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> um, so, should we do some songs to run to? Let's do it. And now it's time for songs to run to. All right, here we are in the songs to run to section. And uh, Stephen, you want to share a song to run to? I do indeed. Uh, on, the, on the song to run to section of our website, twogomers.com, where people can give us their own songs to run to, uh-huh. um, Seth in November was wondering why we don't have very much jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, he's saying that hearing Miles Davis under the future Anthony and Stephen parts and then the bad plus at the end, um, is what made him stick around, actually, and listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so he gave some good uh, recommendations for jazz. You can check those out on the website in the Songs to Run To section. Um, but mine today, Seth, is jazz. All right. Um, actually, my favorite big band jazz album, um, and has been since high school, is Count Basie and his orchestra live at El Morocco. Just nice. this unbelievable... Uh, for me, kind of like all-encompassing what a big band jazz CD should be. Um, and my favorite track is the first track, Gone and Get It, Y'all. Um, just good stuff. Uh, if people like the soundtrack to like Swing Kids, that's probably what most people <laughs> think of when they think of big band jazz. Right. Um, sing, sing, sing. Right, exactly. It's it's along that those lines, um, but just awesome for kind of a re-injection of energy when you're running. Um, so this is a great one. And, you know, both Anthony and I have a history in jazz. <laughs> right. You, did you conduct jazz too? Yeah. Didn't I take the baton from you? Yeah. So, yeah. So the listener, if the listener doesn't know this, but in high school, we had jazz band, right? That we were both in. You played saxophone yeah. and I played trumpet. Stephen yep. Grauman on the high D. In the mood. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> and both thought we were awesome, of course, and probably weren't that great. Um, but then uh, there were lots of other kids who wanted to be in jazz. 
and so we uh, formed, your dad formed this jazz comma two exclamation point. Right. T-O-O. <laughs> jazz also. Um, student conducted. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so I conducted it my senior year. Um, so it was basically made up of kids who weren't good enough to be in jazz one <laughs> and wanted <laughs> right. to try different instruments. Right. Um, well, yeah, lots of jazz two was made up of people in jazz one playing a different instrument. <laughs> Like, I would play trumpet when you were there. Anthony Georgeson on the high D. And I would try really hard. Right. So, uh, it gets me back to my jazz roots. Right. This song. So, uh, Gone and Get It, Y'all. Count Basie and his orchestra, live at El Morocco. Good stuff. Nice. Good stuff. I like that. Back to your roots. (laughs) (laughs) Raised in New Jersey on this great jazz tradition. My roots in Verona, Wisconsin, jazz band, <laughs> where jazz was born. <laughs> so what's what's your song to run to? Okay, so I gotta like real quick go back to last week, dude. Okay. I just gotta add one song to last week's song to run to mm-hmm. from that album Church Music by David Crowder Band. Right. Dude, last night on my 14er, because uh-huh. uh, I've now really been getting into this album. Right. And there's this song called Can I Lie Here? Okay. Dude. Frick. Sounds like, like perfect for... Sounds like well, dare you to move kind of stuff. Yeah. You gotta listen to this crap. Uh, it comes straight from the song How He Loves. So it's like a great... Uh, like, Well, dude, the whole album goes into each song. It's right. so good. Um, but, uh, like, dude. I was, like, bawling listening to this. <laughs> and I listened to it... For about 45 minutes on repeat. Yeah. Like, I got to the beginning, or to the ending, I mean, and, like, went straight back, and then I would go back two songs, and, oh, amazing. I guess so, I better get this album. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> the build is so good, and, like, like I was like, I kind of hope Aaron doesn't look over, because uh-huh. we were both listening to her music. I think she was listening to the Glee soundtrack. <laughs> um, and also crying. Yeah, she's like, defying gravity, and I'm over here, like, worshiping and crying, but I was like, I kind of hope she doesn't look over, because I had that, like, sobbing face that's frowning. Yep, yep, I hear it. You know, but but also super elated. Okay, so anyways, there's that. Uh, That's a bonus song to run That one for free, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Uh, kind of, like, linked to my thoughts this week of actually prayer for Haiti. Okay. Um, this song came up, uh, on my iPhone, which was Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, composed by Leonard Cohen. Right. But I love the Jeff Buckley version. Uh-huh. Uh, it is just, I don't know. It's so good. Yeah. Like, so this, this would be a meditative, prayerful run, late night run, chill run, and thoughtful run kind of song Toronto. This is not the kind of song that's going to get you, like, you know, pumped at a mile 11 to make it to mile 14. Right. But, ugh, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, I mean, we could talk about the lyrics, which are just awesome. Yeah. But anyways, Jeff Buckley, hallelujah. I would like to compile a list of movies that that, that, that song has been in. Yeah, definitely. There's got to be tons of them. Shrek. Well, see, but that was the Rufus Wainwright version. Okay, gotcha. Not as good. Shrek, Shrek worthy, but not as good. But you're you're totally right. It's been in tons of movies. Like, uh, I think it was actually used in The West Wing too. Oh, you're right. It was. Uh, um, and that might have been the Jeff Buckley version. I can't remember. Okay. But anyways, dude, I could listen to this a hundred times in a row and cry. <laughs> so I guess my run was really emotional this week. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Listener feedback now, and uh, again, tons of great feedback all week long. Uh, we really yep. appreciate it. Here's here's one thing I wish we had gotten more feedback on, dude, mm-hmm. was the fact that um, we actually put a new word into our vernacular uh-huh. uh, during the episode last week. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we started like, ha, ah, full half marathon, faff marathon, laughing about it. And by the yeah. end, we were just using that word without even noticing it. Right. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It's the craziness of this podcast. So hopefully uh, some of the Gomer Nation will start um, using that word. We've, yeah, we got hope. somebody to start doing a laydown day, right? Yes, dude. That was one of the awesomest feedbacks ever <laughs> was that uh, this woman's husband did a laydown day in preparation for, I think, the Disney half marathon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> so we are making a difference in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, our Monday survey last week was twofold, remember? First of all, my yep. question about cold, one- cold weather running tips. And then you had a question about leftovers. How do you kick up your leftovers? <laughs> uh, we got a lot of great tips about cold weather running. They're still coming in. So if you have any other uh, things to say, I, I still love these tips. A lot of them had to do with gear, right? Like wear layers, right. wear the right clothes. Um, I think I learned that in our email last year, or last week, mm-hmm. I mean, about uh, not wearing underwear that's going to let cold air in. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, I, I liked a couple ones I hadn't thought of before was uh, to get uh, kind of gloves. You know those gloves that also are mittens? Right. So like the you, your fingers go into the little slots, but it's also a mitten. Right. Like I need yeah. a pair of those because mostly because of my um, iPod needs. Okay. Like I have oh, gloves yeah. on and then I have to like bite them off. Right. Uh-huh. And then yep. like just to skip a song or to to check my run keeper or to answer the phone if my little thingy isn't working, right? Right, um, yeah. So that was a great tip. I need those gloves and mittens at the same time. Uh, yeah. The other one was from Kristen, who was talking about lube, which I uh-huh. always love. Um, yep. But she was saying that I should put a tiny bit of Vaseline near the corners of my eyes, under my nose, and the corners of my mouth um, to keep those from chapping and freezing. Uh, oh, nice. And that was a great tip, and I actually used that uh, on my last run and you know you feel a little bit weird putting those things on there but it actually helps a lot with the way your face feels in the cold cool dude so great tips yeah awesome I remember being back there and like just uh, <laughs> when your nose is running yeah and just everything freezes that's kind of weird right yeah we had I mean we had a, a tip from Robert who says that he actually puts a thin layer of Vaseline all over his face. Wow. Covers his entire face, and he says he loves he loves it. Because oh, that man, actually keeps the cold out, so... Wow, I don't think I could do that. I think I would just feel, like, like greasy or something. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a very greasy feeling. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, we also got a lot of feedback about leftovers. I'm super glad people like that. I, I was a little worried that people were going to be like, Stupid. Yeah, I would say most people commented on both of those things. Yeah, this might be our best twofold Monday survey ever right. so far. Um, but a lot of people just, you know, said they like to add it to salads, uh-huh. uh, you know, wraps, like, you know, kind of use the food that you have in a different way. Yeah. Uh, one person said try to stick to the seasonings mm-hmm. that uh, you had made before, but you can also kick it up, right. you know. Uh, there's actually a Food Network uh, show, uh, I can't remember which one it is, where she like makes a bunch of ingredients and then you makes like three or four different meals from the same ingredients. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, Bob said this amazing thing. He said, "Avoid the microwave." Oh yeah. Uh, and I think you could probably add at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about that. That a microwave <laughs> just destroys cold pizza. Oh, dude floppy limp uh yeah you don't want to eat flaccid pizza um (laughs) and the pizza stone rocks for that yeah but dude actually when aaron and i moved to new york like we lived in that tiny little place that you slept on the floor in the kitchen that one time underneath the table yes i remember right (laughs) uh oh i love that apartment but anyways um we didn't have a microwave for i think a year really and so that Maybe that's what just started us out on making delicious leftovers more fun. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what it is, but definitely try to avoid the microwave. Put it in a frying pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so in the oven is your best friend. I, I agree. Any other things? Nope. I'm just getting hungry. 
<laughs> so let's wrap this up. Uh, okay. So our Monday survey uh, for next week has to do with this running for a cause thing. We're wondering if people have any advice for us on how to do this most effectively. I know a lot of people were giving us tips on that we should start doing it. Uh, we're wondering if there's any things that we should know about how to do it especially. And also if you've had an experience of running for a cause or um, doing anything kind of like this, raising money for a cause, um, we, we'd love to hear your advice and your thoughts or your experience and stories about it. So a running for a cause Monday survey. Great, man. That makes it so much more meaningful. Oh, I love it. I totally agree. And there's tons of ways for people to give us feedback about that stuff. Go to our website, uh, twogomers.com, where you can also put a pin in that Gomer Nation map, which is filling up by the week. Uh, you can buy mm -hmm. a great Two Gomers t-shirt, show your support for the Gomer Nation there. Uh, you can go to Facebook and become a Facebook friend. We're kind of getting up there almost to 700. That's mm -hmm. pretty sweet. Uh, you'll yeah. get the survey one day early and also just give us any comments or questions or thoughts on the podcast so far. Uh, Twitter, Gomer1 and Gomer2, follow us there and hear not about running but also about random other stuff that we do. Uh, send us an email to gomers at gmail.com. Leave us some positive feedback on iTunes or two stars, whatever. <laughs> and then don't forget, uh, we're getting towards the end of January here. Go and download and donate for the drawing for our special episode in January and we're going to do our drawing next week for the free t-shirt or tech shirt for Tiki Tees. Nice. I think next week will probably be the last week you can do it, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, happy birthday, dude. Thanks. I hope you have an awesome time uh, with Jessica and Noah and Jack. Let us know what uh, what they all give you for gifts. I can already tell and, you uh, I got a subscription to Runner's World, which was awesome. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome, dude. So we'll we'll have to start talking. I, I, I think I got that for Christmas. Ooh, nice. So we'll we'll have to start uh, discussing our favorite articles. It'll start being like, you know, my brother and I always get all the same magazines. Uh -huh. And so it's like trying to impress each other with knowledge. And, <laughs> right. And then Al's like, I already read that in the same magazine you did. So it'll be exactly <laughs> like that. I read about this in Runner's World. Shut up. I read about it already. That one upping the information thing. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> this article I read in Wired is amazing. Read it already. <laughs> and then the best is if you know additional information that that other person didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you always have to one up them just a little bit. <laughs> We're sick. <laughs> All right, dude, happy running. You've been listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Join us next week for another installment. My name is Baka. Keep it Rizzio.